0: God bless you, everybody. This is Pastor Mark Sepulveda coming at you with another Bible message. If you would like to support this podcast, please pray for me. Praise God. I would really appreciate it. I hope this message inspires you, strengthens you, and gives you motivation throughout the rest of the week. God bless you. Today's message is called Light and Salvation, which is going to turn us to Psalms verse 27. If you have your Bibles, your apps, your phones, your iPads, anything that you could reach the word out, we're going to go to Psalms chapter 27, and we're going to read verse, for right now, just verse 1. And it reads like this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? With that said right there, we're just going to go to the Lord in prayer and invite him into this message, this preaching. And so that he can comfort us, give us strength, knowledge, and wisdom. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything that you're doing right now in this world, God for strengthening us, God, for guiding us, Lord God, for everything that you are doing in our ministries, in our homes, in our marriages, in our kids, in our workplaces, God, wherever we go, we want you to dwell with us, Lord Jesus. We ask you to bless this word, God. Let this message flow through me, Lord Jesus. Let it touch somebody, God, who needs to hear this word today, God. We thank you, Lord. We honor you and we love you. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? David is writing this in a particular time in his life. And he's seeing that God is his light and his salvation. And as long as he is light, he will not fear anything. The Bible talks about fear. The, the, the Bible talks about that uh that um, the, the scripture says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. He did not give us that spirit of fear. Praise God. He gives us love, power, and a sound mind. He gives us peace and salvation. So if he did not give us the spirit of fear, then who gave us the spirit of fear? The enemy comes around prowling like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour. And if he's roaring and he's prowling and he's seeking, he's trying to instill fear into his into into the children of god he's trying to instill fear into those who actually fear him but those who know him he is not a roaring lion he's just a mouse with a megaphone compared to the power of god so we need to realize that when we have god in our lives praise god we are no longer walking in darkness that means we're no longer walking in fear when we have the power of god within inside of us we are no longer fearful of things praise god we're no longer fearful of a The enemy, praise God. Actually, we rebuke the enemy. We cast out the enemy. We are no longer fearful of him because God is our light and our salvation. He is also our strength, praise God, that we should not be afraid of anything or anyone. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for that. So, the Lord is my light and my salvation. From whom shall I fear? We're going to continue reading on. In Psalms chapter 27, that was verse 1. Verse 2 says, The wicked, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Don't think that everybody is going to like you. Don't think that every, that everybody is on your side that is helping you out. Don't think just because you know, they're nice to you that they're f- your friends. Praise God. The Bible says right, right here in verse two, when the wicked came against me to eat my flesh, it's not necessarily talking about the enemy. It's not necessarily talking about the devil himself right here. My enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. There are people that are gonna come up against you to try to make you trip, to try to make you fall. Once they know that you're a Christian, that you love Jesus, that you stand firm in your belief system, that you stand firm in what you know that is true and real in your life, they're gonna keep their eyes on you. They're gonna watch you and they're gonna, they want to watch you fall. They wish they wish ill will towards you. They want to see a trip. They want to see a lie. They want to see you fall, so they can point fingers at you and say, "I thought you were a Christian." And those are the ones—the backbiters and the the side neck talkers and those who come after you, and 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 they eat up your flesh. They they do it in such a subtle way that you don't realize that they're doing it. That they talk behind your back and they tell other people about you. They talk to they talk behind your back and everything, and and, and they eat up your flesh little by. By little, praise God, but we need to have discernment of who is real and who is not, praise God. Let me read that scripture again in Psalms chapter 27, verse 2. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. God will set up snares. God will set up traps for those trying to trip up and to try to deceive his children, praise God. They will not prevail against you, hallelujah, as long as you walk in that light, As long as we walk in that light, we could see who's coming against us. You know, we can see the kukui. You know, have you ever tried to walk, you know, in in a dark trail without a flashlight? Every single noise you hear, every single thing you hear, it's like you turn around, what was that? What was that? You don't know what's coming after. You don't know if it's an animal, you know, a lizard or a squirrel. You have no idea. Praise God. And that's how it is walking in darkness. You're always, you're always paranoid thinking that somebody's coming after you. Somebody's talking about you. You're thinking, what are they saying about me? What are they saying? You know what? When you're walking in light, it doesn't matter what they say about you. It's irrelevant what they say about you. Praise God. Verse three. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may arise against me in this I will be confident. There will be times when you'll have to go into warfare, you'll have to suit up for battle. The Bible talks about to put on the whole armor of God, you know, so that you could prevail against the enemy and it's not just talking about certain certain parts of God, uh, certain things of God, certain armor, no, the whole armor of God so that you can prevail and be victorious over the enemy. He said, In this, uh, though an army rise against me, in this I will be confident. Verse four. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek. One thing. David's writing this. When an army encamps against me, I will be confident in this one thing. He says, One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. The one thing that David wants to continue to seek, to look for, to strive for is to be in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. See, the problem is right now that we don't seek God. We don't seek the presence of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. But first we must do what? Seek. We need to seek the Lord while he yet be found. Praise God. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, in verse 4, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his temple in his temple. See, not only that, we don't tend to seek Christ in all his beauty and to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Some people have an issue going to church one hour a week. You know, you know, they wait for Sundays so they can get their drive-by service for an hour a week, and then they mark it off, checkbox it as, okay, I'm good. I did my church thing. All right, now I'm going to live, you know, the way I want to do the rest of the week. Some people, praise God, they, they they try to live holy for one hour of the week, and the rest of the week they're living like the devil. We need to put those things to one side. We need to cast it out, praise God. We need to seek God because there's going to be a time where he's no longer going to be seekable. There's going to be a time when prayers are going to cease, miracles are going to cease, because he is no longer there, praise God. And you're going to look around. You're going to realize, wow, where are are all those that I went to church with? They're no longer here. Where did they go? Was it alien abductions? Praise God. What's going on? No, they were caught up in the air to meet him. Praise God. Verse 5, for in him, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion check this out this is what happens when you seek the lord and this is when you this is what happens when you are in you dwell in his house praise god this is what happens when you seek the lord and and you behold his beauty, praise God. He protects you. You know, with that said, I'm going to go to Psalms 91 here real quick. I love Psalms 91. I'm just going to read the first two, verse two verses. Psalms chapter 91, it says, He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That scripture right there can preach by itself. If you think about it, just hear the words as you read it. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Praise God. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Praise God. And it also talks about enemies also as well here. It says, verse 3, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. And from the noisome pestilence, he will protect you, but you need to seek and to dwell in that secret place. Praise God. I love that. I love that. If you dwell in the secret place of the most high, you shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Okay. So we have the almighty, we have the secret place. Praise God. He is our light and salvation. Now, if we seek God And his house, praise God, in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is the secret place. Hallelujah. And once we find that secret place, God will shield you. God will protect you. Back to Psalms 27, verse 5. And this is what he's going to protect you from. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. And he shall set me up upon a high rock. Not only that he's going to shield you and hide you and protect you from your enemies, not only that he's going to overshadow you and make sure that you're okay, that nothing happens to you. Not only that, praise God, but he's going to lift you up high upon a rock. What happens when God lifts you up? You are in vision. You're in the vision of everybody else. Mainly your enemies. You're in your enemy's vision, and they see you lifted high up upon the rock. Right. Hey, isn't that, isn't that so and so? Isn't that, isn't that that one guy that we used to tease, make fun of, and chastise? Isn't that person that that we used to you know finger point, backbite, and and you know and and, and talk bad about? Look at him now. He's high above a rock. Look at the position he's got. Look at the job he's got. Look at the car he's driving. Look at the house he's living in. God will bless you before your enemies. Praise God. He will lift you high up. Praise God. Upon the highest rock. Verse six in Psalms chapter 27. And now my head shall be lifted up above my many enemies all around me. Praise God. We all have enemies. A lot of us might think, well, I don't have enemies, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you may be a nice guy, but are they nice people? Or are those that you work with, talk about you, are they nice people? He sh- you shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. You have enemies all around you. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hallelujah. When you sing praises unto the Lord whether you're marching into battle, you're marching out of battle or you're marching you're going during the battle, God will fight for you. God will work wonders. He will be there backing you up like the heavenly Father that he is. In 2nd Chronicles chapter 20, it talks about King Jehoshaphat and and and, uh, and Judah and they they were all there and in a, a war came against them with three nations coming against them. And 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 they didn't know what to do. They, they thought they were dead people. They thought they were destroyed. And what King Jehoshaphat did when he got word that the, there were three armies encamped against him, the first thing that King Jehoshaphat did, he was inquire of the Lord. He will inquire. He says, we must inquire of the Lord. First of all, he called for a fast from all Judah. Everybody, we need to fast. We need to inquire of the Lord. How do you get God's intention? You do it through faith. How do you get God to answer? You do it through prayer and fasting. If you're seeking for an answer, if you're seeking for something, that you're not exactly sure what you're doing or what you're going through, and you want God to answer, and you feel like you're alone, you haven't heard anything from him, praise God. Go to the Lord in prayer. Fast. Fast. Get on your knees and diligently seek Him. Praise God, as the Scripture says right here, in in verse five that you that uh, that you will. On um, um, verse four, it says the thing that the the one thing that I desire to the Lord is that I will seek Him. And the last part of the Scripture says, and to inquire in His temple. You know, we always make decisions without God. Many times, day in and day out, we make decisions without God. And we think we got this because we got this. We got this, right? I know how to do this. I've done this before. I've been here before. You know, I know how to do this because I've been here before. You know why you've been here before? Because you continue to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. No wonder you know how to deal with it because you keep ending in the same place. When we should be high above your enemies, praise God, you're still dealing with things down here. And the reason why it doesn't seem to work out and you continue to deal with things down here is because you're not inquiring of the Lord. You're not seeking him while he may be found. You're You're not inquiring in his temple. Praise God. You're not dwelling in that secret place. And as Christians, we need need to find that secret place, no matter where it's at. Praise God. In your house, you know, somewhere in your home, you know, in your car. I know many times where I have cried and prayed in my car because I didn't know where to go or what to do. Praise God. Inquiring, just inquire whatever that secret place may be. Praise God. Just scream out, cry out, pray out, and ask God, listen, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I thought I knew it all. I thought I knew how to do it. I thought I had it all laid out, praise God, and 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 every every, you know, I dotted every T, crossed every box checked. I thought I knew it. Lord, I've been doing this alone without you. So, whatever decision that you're making in your life, maybe it's a new job position, you know, a financial decision, even a friend decision, you know, should I friend this person? (laughs) Should I do this in my life? You know, is is this something, God, that you want me to, you know, uh, to do? And some things and a lot of things, praise God, will distract you, will distract you from getting closer to God, you know? So if God, if God prevents you from doing, if you're having a hard time trying to make a decision in your life, maybe it wasn't meant for you. Because God knows that's going to take you away from Him. Praise God. What do you think? uh, You know, Netflix, praise God, they got a good business going, keeping people away from their Bibles and away from prayer time, praise God. And, you know, it's kind of hard to worship and see God in the secret place when you're sitting there binge-watching Netflix. You know, and scrolling through your feeds, those are really good distractions, but there also could be a really good blessing, praise God. You know, how could that be a blessing? How can Instagram be a blessing? How can TikTok be a blessing, praise God? If you could do one minute preachings, two minute preachings, three minute messages of God to put out there in TikTok, you can reach people that you don't even know. You can reach hundreds of people, praise God, thousands of people. I have a handful of TikToks that I put out there with some messages. you know I've received a lot of likes and a lot of views praise God as long as somebody can watch something praise God and hear something of the word of God somewhere along the line that seed was planted praise God and somewhere along the line it's going to get watered maybe by somebody else hallelujah and it all started with you on TikTok on Instagram on Facebook you could do it hallelujah you could do what God wants you to do hallelujah so doing these things maybe watching Netflix and doing this and doing that maybe that's not that bad but But when you put that above seeking the secret place and seeking God, then it starts to, then it starts to, to distract you from the things of God. Hallelujah. It's okay to have, you know, little hobbies here and there, but when you put those hobbies before Jesus, hallelujah, come on somebody. When you put those hobbies before Jesus, that's when, you know, that's when it becomes a thing. Okay. That's when it becomes bad. That's when it becomes off and you got to realize, wait a minute, what, what am I doing? You know, it's keeping me from my family. It's keeping me from this. It's keeping me from church. What what am I doing? Lord, God, help me reevaluate myself. Lord, help me, give me strength that I may be continually in your presence. And that's what we need to do. We need to be in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will sing praises unto the Lord. Verse seven. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. And it usually ends up that way. <laughs> you, know, when we've, you know, when we've been through battle, we've been through things that we're not even sure if we should have been through them. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Verse nine, do not hide your face from me. And we always want this from God. We always want Him to be present and available when we want Him. But when, we, when He wants us, where are we? Where are we? We always think that God has turned his, his back on us. No, it's us who actually leave God. Verse 9, Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. God is our help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. O God of my salvation. Verse 10, when my, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know how many times that I've talked to people who've had issues at home and are going through certain things and, and certain, certain childhood you know issues and problems. Praise God. And it all goes down to their parents, their folks. Praise God. Or what they did, or how they raised them or how they treated them. You know, I don't know what's going on in your family right now. But I know that God has placed them there for a certain reason. You, you are alive today because of them. Praise God. So you need to honor them with your life. How do I honor my father and my mother? The Bible says to honor your father and your mother, you know, so, so that you'll have a long life, you know, obey, obey your uh, parents, uh, you know, obey your father and mother in the Lord. Praise God in Ephesians. And we see this when you go, how can I honor my father and your mother? Well, let's just put it this way. If you live a good godly life, they're going to look at you and say, is is this is so-and-so? This is the child of so-and-so? Hey, this person turned out very well, man. They're they're doing good. They got a good job. They're going to church. They have a ministry. They're doing things. Praise God. You know, how could this person, you know, he, I heard, you know, uh, was raised in a broken family in a broken home just because you were raised in a broken family a broken home your life does not have to stay broken god is the fixer of all things he will set you up in ways praise god that you could not imagine hallelujah but the thing is that we need to seek him we need to stop and we need to realize that he is lord that he is the creator of all things that there is nothing praise god that he cannot do hallelujah and there is nothing that we cannot do through christ jesus who gives us strength praise God. Hallelujah. I want to thank you. This was a short message, but I just want to thank you for all those who are hearing right now. You're either on Spotify, you know, Google podcasts or Apple podcasts or wherever you, wherever you're getting your podcast from. I just want to pray for you. I just want to say that God has not finished with you yet. And if you have not seek God in times like this right now, praise God, then there might be a time when you will not be able to find him. So I urge you to open up your Bible in prayer. Get on your knees. Just ask him that if you've been if you backslidden, praise God, it, it's don't 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 sweat it like the don't sweat it. Don't think about what they're going to ta- tell you when you go back to church. Or don't, you know, maybe just go another, find another place that's preaching the word of God. Where the spirit moves freely. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if you backslid and praise God. The thing, the end result is if you come back. Like they, all, like they, they say, it doesn't matter how you, how, you, know, how you, how you start the race. How you, run the, how you run the race, whether you get there first or last. The thing is that you got to finish. And as long as you finish, you you know, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Yeah, but I, I you know, I messed up in my life. I, I didn't do very well. I You know, I did this. I did that. Yes. But in the end, you came back like the prodigal son. The prodigal son realized that he had it made in his own father's house. And he says, you know what? I can't keep living like this. I'm eating amongst the pigs. I got to come back home. It took him a long time to realize that, you know, I got to go back home. But when he did go come back home, he was received with open arms. God has his arms open right now to receive you no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done, no matter what you're going through right now. Seek him. Praise God. Search for him in the secret place. Find your secret place. Hallelujah and just worship and praise Him for everything He's done and everything that He's he's going to do in your life. Hallelujah. Let's give God a big hand praise right now. I just want to worship Him and thank Him for everything that He's done in my life and what He is going to be doing in this podcast and who He's going to touch. Right where you're at, let's go to the Lord in prayer. If you're driving right now, listen on the podcast on your radio and you're driving right now, it's okay to continue to put your hands at 11 and 2 and keep your eyes open. (laughs) We don't want any accidents right now. Hallelujah. Right here, Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to thank you, God, to worship you, to honor you, God, to uplift your holy name. Because we know that if we go into that secret place, praise God, into, the pla- into your tabernacle, into your church, into the, your, the, the place where you guide us, protect us, praise God. In the place where you overshadow us, that you are going to lift us on high uh, upon a rock above our enemies, above those who, who laughed at us, who backbited us, who backstabbed us, who's always talking about us. and and spreading gossip all around us. Praise God that you were going to lift us up. And when you lift us up, we know that those who hated us, those who disliked us will see, wow, look at him. (laughs) They're going to have to see that you are God. They're going to have to see that it is you, that it was you the whole time guiding us watching over us, strengthening us throughout the adversities that we go through day by day. Praise God. Lord, we thank you, God. I pray for every individual, God, who is listening to this podcast right now, God, that you bless them, that you touch them in their cars, that you touch them at home, that you touch them at work, God. Give them strength, God, and let them know that they are loved and that they have purpose in their lives right now. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor you, God, in everything. In your wonderful name, we pray. And all those out there say. Amen, amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time.